Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching of Yahweh's laws and commandments. I pray this Sabbath you are doing well. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate everybody's support, comments, encouragements, prayers, intercession, so on and so forth. And I just pray Yahweh bless you as we study His Word together. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 2. And this is why you continue studying Yahweh's Torah, His Word, His laws and commandments, His instructions. Because as you continue to study them, you will see things and come to understand things that you didn't see or understand before. And we're going to talk about the subject of work concerning the Sabbath. What does the Bible mean? What does the Torah mean when it says, Thou shalt not work on the Sabbath day? Now, if you're like me, when we first come to Torah, we read scriptures and we just see the surface of them and we hear other rabbis, other teachers, other brothers and sisters share their insights concerning what the Torah says. And if that's all you do, then chances are you're going to be duped into believing things that are according to the rabbi's traditions or to the rabbi's added laws. And see, one of the things Yeshua did when he came is he came to undo all the things that the rabbis were teaching that they added to the Torah because Yeshua saw and realized that much of what they added to the Torah was binding the people, were heavy burdens on the people, and we're not at all in line with Yahweh's plans and purposes from the beginning. So <clears throat> we're going to just go through and just a few scriptures because I got two parts of this and I don't want to make it so long. Um, I want us to be able to just grasp it and then do our study. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy to study to show yourself approved. That means you take a passage of Scripture, you look up the Hebrew, you look up the original uh, intent, then you also have to find out what the culture of the day that the Scripture was written in was about. And then we have to understand it, and we have to receive enlightenment concerning the culture of our day today. For example, there's a Scripture that says you shouldn't go gather uh, fire sticks and most people have interpreted that they shouldn't have heat they shouldn't uh, build a fire they shouldn't cook anything they shouldn't warm anything up but that's not at all what it was talking about the person that went to gather the sticks and was put to death that was his occupation that was his work that was his livelihood that was his employment, if you would. And because he disobeyed Yahweh's laws and commandments, he was put to death. Judgment came upon him. 
it wasn't the context wasn't about him just exerting some energy to build a fire it was about gathering number one and number two he was still doing his employment when Yahweh said not to do it so that's something to think about research it okay in Genesis chapter 2 there's a a law of first mention that whatever the first mention is on whatever the subject is that's what you need to examine and that's the context you need to look at and that's what you need to understand so we we want to look into the Hebrew concerning this word work what was Yahweh saying I mean when you think about it on the Sabbath if you looked at the word work and you think that it means any type of physical activity then all you would be able to do is sit on the couch you wouldn't be able to budge you wouldn't be able to move um, so on and so forth so obviously and with common sense that is not what Yahweh was intending in Genesis 2.2 it says on the seventh day Elohim ended his work which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he made now let's go um, to the Hebrew I'm using a a Strong's it says on the seventh day Yahweh ended his work so let's look up that Hebrew word for work and it means employment oh it means occupation it means work it means business it means what you get paid to do my wife just added thank you so we see here and let's read this in context it says on the seventh day Elohim ended his labor ended now we know he didn't get paid to do it but he ended his employment he ended his occupation which he had made and then it says he rested on the seventh day so let's look up that word rest he rested from all his work well let's pull it up here we go and it says on the seventh day and he rested on the seventh day from all his labor his occupation his employment so it does not mean that Yahweh just sat around the throne and did nothing and had servants come and feed him bonbons and grapes no he just rested from his work now whatever th other things that Yahweh might have enjoyed to do he probably still did them just like things that you and I enjoy to do you know um, my wife loves gardening she loves arts and crafts so on and so forth she enjoys doing them they give her pleasure they give her rest it relaxes her she says that she even when she trims the palm tree see she says it relaxes her to me that's work to me that's labor now 
I'm not getting paid for it, but it's still labor. So for me to trim the palms on the Shabbat, I couldn't do that because that would be work. That would be breaking the Sabbath. But now in a, the next teaching, we're going to talk about that Yahshua is the master of the Sabbath. So when my wife works in the garden, and even when I work on our, um, we just started uh, our winter sowing season of fruits and vegetables in buckets, because um, here in Florida, the, the, the sand, the sand is, is what our ground is, and you can't grow anything. So we, plant, we planted vegetables in five-gallon buckets and other kind of containers. To us, that's not work. That's bringing us pleasure. That's bringing us pleasure. We enjoy that. It relaxes us. Now, for someone, that would be work. Like for me, trim, trimming the trees, it is not relaxing. My wife's laughing over here, if you can hear it is not relaxing. So for me, that's breaking the Sabbath. But for Linda, that's not breaking the Sabbath. So we see here that on the seventh day, Elohim ended his work. And we can see in Genesis 1, where it says that the end of each day was from sundown to sundown. And so we see what the 24-hour period was, that it began at sundown and ended at sundown. And it said that Yahweh rested on the seventh day, the Shabbat, from all his labor, all his employment, all his work, all his occupation. Okay? All right. So let's now go to the book of Exodus, chapter 20. So we have to remember the law of first mention so the law of first mention here is saying that work in the hebrew um here let me pull up that hebrew word um for you i forgot to mention it to you what that let's see oh no that's not the one um, that hebrew word That Hebrew word is, oh, I can't even pronounce it, M-E-L-A-W-K-A-W. It's Hebrews H-4399. All right? So that's the Hebrew word that in each of these instances, the original Hebrew scripture is used, and it means employment, occupation, business, the labor you work at your employment or your assigned task. Now we know Yahweh didn't get paid for, but that was his own assigned task to him and Yeshua to create the earth. All right, so we see here in Exodus 20 and verse 8, it says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it separated. Now, the whole purpose of the Sabbath day, the Shabbat, is to separate you and I from the world system, from being in the world. We're not of the world, but we're still in the world. 
to be totally separated from it. And yes, you shouldn't do any commerce because when you do commerce on the Sabbath, you are making someone else work at their assigned employment, even though Yahweh said for them not to work. So then it says, Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Six days shall you labor and do all thy work. And the labor and work is the Hebrew word again, meaning employment, occupation, business, labor, and work that has to do with your employment and occupation. And it says, six days you shall do these things. But on the seventh day, from the very beginning, Yahweh said, you shall not do these things. But the seventh day is the Shabbat of Yahweh. It's not of the Jews. It's of Yahweh, thy Elohim. In it, you shall not do any work. And again, that work, the word work in the Hebrew means occupation, employment, labor and work from that occupation, employment and business. You shall not do it. Okay, and then it says, Nor thy son, nor thy daughter, manservant, maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger, that is within thy gates. None of these shall do any work on the Shabbat, any labor from their employment on the Shabbat. Now, we also have to have some common sense in some of these things. Now, these people were agricultural. They had animals, just like you have animals. Do you feed your cat or your dog? Or if you have a, a bird, do you feed it? Do you give it water? Well, yes, you do. Why? Because you're, saying, you're honoring the sanctity of life. Same way in these days, they honored Yahweh, but yet they still had to feed their animals. If you were a farmer, you still had to milk your cows, otherwise the cow would just be so uncomfortable I had uncles and my mom grew up on a farm and it didn't matter what day it was or what feast it was, they still had to feed them, water them, milk them, and put them out to pasture. Now it wasn't a full day's work, they rose up early and they just did what was necessary. That's a key, that's a key word. You do what was necessary and we can find that, I believe, with the Feast of Unleavened Bread, what the Torah says about that in Leviticus. <clears throat> and since Leviticus is a feast, the Shabbat is a feast, that would mean that it would also be permissible that on the Sabbath, as well as on the feast days, you do what is necessary, what you have to do. You know, the food you have to put together to eat, whether if you're just eating a salad and sandwich, that's still exercising energy and some form of work. But that's not what Yahweh was talking about. He was talking about employment. He wasn't talking about the day in which we live where we have a microwave oven and we can just stick something in for 30 seconds and warm it up. 
He wasn't talking about the day in which we live where the air conditioner comes on automatically and the heater, if you're in a cold climate, comes on automatically once you set the thermostat. He wasn't talking about those things because that's, those things are necessary and also there's no, there's no work involved in them. You know, it's the item that is doing the work. It is the heater and its system, the refrigerator and its system, the, the stove or the microwave and its system. All you do is push a button and it works and warms up your food or heats up your food. It's not talking about slapping something into an oven, hitting a button, and it does all the work. Back in those days, it was a totally different story, but nonetheless, it even, in the Hebrew, doesn't say, do not do those things. It says, do not do the labor that you do six days a week for your work. We need to understand that. Now, um, but it says, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh, thy Elohim. In it <clears throat> shall thou shalt not do any work, any business, nor thy son, so on and so forth. For in six days Yahweh made heaven, the earth, and the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. He rested from his assignment. He rested from his work. He rested from what he was employed to do, and we know he wasn't employed, but that's what you and I do. We rest from our employment. We rest from our business. We rest from our work. Now, if you want to jump, like we have a swimming pool, if you want to jump in the pool and take a swim, that does not break the Shabbat, according to the Hebrew. If you want to take your dog for a walk, or if you want to go for a walk with your family, or you want to go to the park and just walk around, or where we live, if you want to go on the beach, well, you don't go on the beach now because of Hurricane Ian, at least not for some months to come. But if you go up, you know, an hour from here, you can go on the beach and walk. Just don't do no commerce. Take your lunch with you, so on and so forth, or your dinner, you know, your drinks, and just walk around, jump in the ocean, enjoy, you know, you want to fish, fish, you know, do whatever you do that brings you rest, that causes you to relax. If it causes you to relax to go for a motorcycle ride, go for a motorcycle ride. If it causes you to relax, you know, just to sit out like we usually do, sit out on the lanai and, and just enjoy the season. Uh, we don't do this in the summer too much because it's way too hot, but starting now the humidity is decreasing, so it's a little more comfortable. So let's go to one more, Leviticus. chapter 23 and this isn't the totality teaching of this but this will just give you some ideas now when I first came to Torah I thought work meant no work no dishes no washing dishes no you know here's here's some of the things that most of us have bought into and this is some of the teachings that the rabbis believe and that they teach. Um, 
One, you cannot use electricity. So whether it's air conditioning and it's 110 out, you can't, you can't use it. I saw one rabbi teach this. He said he opens the refrigerator and he unscrews the light bulbs. But yet he, he, he uses the refrigerator that's plugged into electricity. Don't make sense. He also said that you cannot put toothpaste on your toothbrush. But you can put toothpaste in your mouth and then put the toothbrush in your mouth. That just, that just doesn't make sense. And there are many other things that, you know, they believe... They believe you can vacuum, or not vacuum, you can sweep the floor, like, you know, if you spilled something from dinner or breakfast on the floor, you can sweep it, but you can't vacuum it. Vacuuming it is less work than sweeping it. You know, a lot of them believe, you know, they could be living in Buffalo, New York in the middle of January when it's 20 below out, or Wisconsin, where I'm from, and it's 20 below out, but you can't turn the heat on, so you have to sit in there in the cold. That is not what Yahweh was referring to. It just doesn't make sense. This day is a day of rest. If you're shivering, freezing in 20 below temperature, that sure is not a pleasant day, and that sure not, you're not going to be rested. You're going to be just, you know, freezing. Or if you live in a hot climate, turn my wife said, you live like where we live and it's hot and the house gets 100 degrees. You can't have no fans on. You can't have no air conditioning. That's how people die and perish. And that is not in line with Yahweh's heart. That's not in line with the Hebraic scriptures. From the very first mention of the word work, it's the Hebrew word that means business, employment servile work any type of work you get paid for it doesn't mean picking up a toothbrush and um, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or shaving or taking a shower or you know if you have a hot tub you want to sit in a hot tub and just relax it doesn't mean that so all right Leviticus 23 verse 3 it says six days shall work be done. And again, that work is employment, business, labor and work from that employment. But the seventh day is the Shabbat of rest. That's the whole purpose of it. Rest. Relaxation. Reconnecting. The seventh day is the Shabbat of rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work therein. And again, that word work does not mean exercising energy or you know, it has to do with your employment. I know a lot of people, you know, they don't, they don't believe this. They, they do nothing or very little on the Sabbath, but they still break it if they believe that. Because they're exercising energy, maybe they sit around and play games with their kids. You know, think about this. Okay, Shabbat starts Friday sundown. If you work, especially in the wintertime, and you get home and it's already dark, how would you cook your food? 
How would you eat? How would you be able, and especially if you get paid from your employer, um, right when you're about to quit on Friday night, you wouldn't be able to get it into the bank unless you have direct deposit or unless you have um, where you can online deposit it. And then you wouldn't be able to go to the grocery store for those that live paycheck to paycheck. You would be stuck. You would be stuck. So you have to use common sense. You know, like for Linda and I, if we work all day Friday, when we come home, we're, we're, we're spent. We're out of energy. We're out of gas. <clears throat> Basically, the only energy we have left is to eat something and then just to sit and relax. We wouldn't have energy to put all kinds of meals together for the next day. But now, mostly, we don't eat sandwiches, but we eat tons of salads, and we always have beans and rice, and it's a, no big deal to heat them up in the microwave um, and then eat, you know, a burrito or put it on your salad. Me, I like, I like my wife just said, rice bowls. She makes good rice bowls. Um, me, I can put our black beans uh, on my salad for protein, and you don't need to heat nothing up to do that. I usually let it sit out for an hour to get a little room temperature. I do that during the weekday when I'm at work. So it doesn't mean what we thought it meant. It means you can't do nothing. Don't take out the trash. If you something's on the floor, you can't pick it up. It doesn't mean those things. See, you have to research the scriptures. You also have to use the culture of the day as well as the culture in which we live in. It's not work for your fans to be running. You're not working. You're not working to turn on an electric heater or like our heat is electric. You're not working to turn on a gas fireplace or an electric fireplace that will you know, give you a, a decent flame and a decent amount of heat. It's not referring to that. So we have to use common sense. Like for me, I'll, you, I don't have it on now because it makes too much noise. Uh, a pool cleaner. Pool cleaner's in, I turn a knob and there it goes. There's no work involved in it. The most work involved in it is walking from the inside of our house to where our valves are to turn the switch. And so we have to use some common sense as well as what the scripture originally said. Not what the rabbis have said because Yeshua rebuked them all the time because they were adding their laws and their thoughts and their interpretations to what the scripture says, even though it says, do not add to it and do not take away from it. I love the Sabbath. When I came to Torah and learned about the Sabbath, it has been such a blessing to me. It has been a spiritual blessing. It's like you know you're in right standing because you are observing the Shabbat, the biblical Shabbat, not Sunday, but the biblical Shabbat, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Yahweh observed it. Yeshua observed it. The apostles observed it. The first few centuries observed it. 
It wasn't until Constantine and Catholicism came that perverted it. So it says here, six days shall you work. You sh <clears throat> the seventh is a Shabbat, Shabbat, a holy convocation. You shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of Yahweh, not the Jews, of Yahweh in all your dwellings. In all your dwellings. So, the Sabbath is a feast day. And the Sabbath is a day of rest. And, and it means to be separated from your employment. It means, you know, to gather with friends, gather with other believers to fellowship. If you don't have any, you can connect with somebody via YouTube or on the Internet. You can listen. You can join in part of their worship. Or you can worship yourself and just keep praying and Yahweh will bring like brethren across your path and, you know, so on and so forth. Now, one thing that I would encourage you, don't try to mimic the Jews and their traditions. We are not called to mimic the Jews and their traditions. We are called to love Yahweh. And to obey all his commandments. We are called to keep the feast days. We are called to keep the Shabbat. We are called to listen, learn, and live according to the Torah. So, um, prayerfully, that's shorter. That's only half of what I usually teach. So, prayerfully, you got something out of this. Understand it. Keeping the Shabbat means do not do any of the work that you normally do to make your living, your occupation, your business. Do not make anybody else work. Now you may own a business and you're off, but you make employees. No, that's, that, that's not keeping the Shabbat. That's not keeping the biblical Sabbath. Everybody is supposed to stop doing what they do to make money on the Shabbat. And you are to rest. You are to relax. You are to enjoy fellowship. You are to spend time with your family. And yes, you can go to uh, congregational services, uh, assembly services, but it's not a requirement. You know, gather together. A holy convocation can be between two brethren. Remember, if two or more gather together, Yeshua said, in my name. Yeshua, not Jesus. My name, Yeshua, not L-O-R-D, not G-O-D, but my name, Yeshua, there I'll be in the midst of it. So don't get legalistical. Don't try to be like the Jews. Don't try to live like they lived and, and keep their traditions. Remember, Yeshua said that they make the word of Yahweh to no effect because they kept their traditions more than they kept Yahweh's laws and commandments. So prayerfully, you got something out of this. I pray Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make His face shine upon you. And may Yahweh give you peace. And may you enjoy the Shabbat. It shouldn't be a burden. But may you enjoy the Shabbat to the fullness of what Yahweh designed the Shabbat to be. For you and I and always be ready to learn more 
Always keep studying to see more by the power of Yahweh's Spirit. You can connect with me, Mark Pulley, on Facebook, or we have a Facebook page, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly, and we have an email address, YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com. Until next time, Yahweh bless you.